Today on the Guhuna Octawahian podcast, we speak to Michael McVeigh. From the Short Strand in Belfast, Michael was a member of the original Youth Against H-Block and Armagh Committee, which was founded to encourage young people to voice their opposition to the prison regime at the time of the 1980 and 1981 hunger strikes. It was no surprise that, that, that uh, there was a youth movement founded in the Strand, because previous to that, the, you know, there was huge numbers in the Fianna and Common Glenny. And but they that was disbanded in 1978. So there was a bit of a lull. The sort of younger ones were in a bit of a limbo. Probably the older ones were in about 16, probably progressed into different parts of the Republican movement. So when the hunger strike was announced in October 1980, the, there was a local H-Block committee formed. And I think it was the, the chair of the committee, Jerry Gibney, who came up with the idea of forming a youth movement. So pl- plenty of people rallied to it and we formed a committee. And the committee sit- consisted of a chairperson, a PRO, and somebody like Ocker Finance. Now, the chairperson elected was, uh, at the time, was my girlfriend, who's now my wife of 37 years. I became PRO. And if my memory serves me right, I think uh, Frank Cunningham, whose brother Peter was in the, in the blocks, he became, he looked after finance. So we got the committee formed and uh, the, we had people around us. It wasn't like a committee or anything. It was just then the first three, the sort of, but there was loads of people around us and we're all like a big circle of friends anyway because we had the likes of Paula Rooney, who had two brothers on the blanket, Philip and Huey. You had uh, the Duffy sisters, who's mother and sister were in prison at one time. And uh, you'd like to Damien McComb, who's Eugene was in jail, and uh, like to Jim Dames, whose brother Sammy was in jail. So you had all these people around us, and we weren't long gathering ordinary people, you know, around it. It was just like a sort of uh, people got interested, and young people got interested thinking, this is us, we're going to be able to organize a riding. But it wasn't about that, do you know what I mean? It was about sort of mobilizing and getting feet on the streets. So once we, we got set up, uh, we started, uh, we were sort of guided by the, the local block committee and they were telling us what to do in that there. And then we were going out and trying to inspire young people to help us and get involved in that. And uh, the local block committee had a bulletin that went out sort of maybe once a week or something or a couple of times a week, informing people about uh, protests and stuff and giving profiles about prisoners and uh during that period i got a call from uh sean mckenna who was one of the hunger strikers and uh i haven't got the call now i think i passed it on the h-block committee but it was printed in the bulletin and I, you don't mean i read a wee extract from it we here on protests were used like yourselves when we came into prison we believe then and believe more strongly in our political convictions now we face death for those same principles and shall die of called on to do so. So I appeal from the bottom of my heart to you all, act on our behalf, save our lives. Each individual one of you listening or reading this letter mustn't think someone else will do something. You are the ones who can act and can't encourage others to act. So do so now before it is too late. I say in all hopeful and confident that my trust and belief in youth 
to not be disappointed. Yours in trust and confidence, Sean McKenna, age block five. So that really, when we, we got that out and got it out to people, it was getting read out at meetings and stuff like that there, and it was really touching at, at the heartstrings of young people. So that's when the sort of, the whole thing took off and our aim was the come out type of thing was on the eve of the hunger strike there was a march from the Dundle Park to the ZB and we all went and the banner had been done the night before I think and I think Dolly Devaney done it I'm not 100% sure but when we arrived at, at the lower falls and we lined up and there was a couple of hundred from the strand all youths and uh, we were walking up and what was so unbelievable and memorable to me was that people were applauding us from the sidelines and like we really all did feel proud do you know what i mean and that was that was on the eve of hunger Street. and uh it was you know it was you knew there was something big happening that that rally that day we knew we're into something big and that this could be make or break for the blanket men the women in armagh and our own brothers and sisters who, who were prisoners you know one of my most uh, sort of evading memories of the first hunger strike was that as it progressed and we were active, we were doing leaflet traps, putting posters up and encouraging people to go to marches. There was marches all over the place. And then about a week before the hunger strike ended, there was another 23 joined the hunger strike. And I remember there was a meeting in the local I think it was the Lisa Club, and there was hundreds of it. They actually packed the place out, and it was announced that, 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 that there was 23 going to be joining them, and one of them was going to be Philip Rooney, who was a local. And I always remember that meeting. Somebody asked, somebody from the committee asked, any member of the family want to say anything or address the meeting? And I remember Paula just stood up, his sister just stood up and says, Don't let my brother die. And then about a week later, it was called off and then everything just sort of went into, you know, it ended. Everybody was glad it ended because nobody died. Everybody thought they'd won and they were going to get their status and that. Some people were suspicious of it. You know, I remember one of my sisters said to me, I now believe it, I see our show on the Power Anglers. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? But it sort of went on. When the hunger strike ended, it was just sort of like everybody just went on about their business, just preparing for Christmas and stuff like that there. And then as it progressed into January, and we were going up in physics, and word was coming out, this, there's nothing happening here. The stroke is, the Brits have reneged on this so-called day that was there. And sort of knew it was going to be in our hunger strike. I suppose there was no real surprise that when it was announced that the hunger strike was going to start again, the 1st of March, and that Bobby Sands would be leading it. Now, a lot of people in the strand knew the name Bobby Sands because he was friendly with of, with the short strand men in Teal. And uh, once it was announced, once it started, the whole youth against Cage Black and Armagh just rejuvenated again. And it started to spread all over Belfast. There was, there was groups that set up West Belfast, Me Lodge and that. And then it started to go to their country places and Derry and Tyrone and stuff like that there. So it sort of mushroomed. So it was just getting back to what we were doing before, 
only everybody knew this was more serious. This was new, you know. We were going up in physics, you were getting reading newspapers and all and different things, and you and the talk was somebody was going to die. So we our role as the committee and our local youth against his black Norman strong was we need to redouble our efforts here. We need to mobilize, we need to get feeding streets. And we were getting encouragement from actually the jails. You know, I mean we were getting letters from the the boys in the blocks and we we're getting letters from the girls, Rosie Callaghan's and and uh Armah, Sheila Dara. You know what I mean? I, I remember I had one letter that I kept and I got to read you an extract from that was from a brewer. It is to you the youth to whom we turn in this RR of need, you the youth have the power to help make the bread sprang us our status. It's been said that the youth of today are the leaders of tomorrow. But what use your leaders when the people lie incarcerated in these torture chambers? The time for action is nigh. Come out on the streets behind the anti-hates black banners. Stand in open defiance of the English system in Ireland and help to smash the hates blocks, the symbol of British misrule in Ireland. These men who endure the horrors of hunger strike do so for you, the people of Ireland. It is for you that they languish in these catacombs of inhumanity. They fought to achieve the dream of Pierce and Connolly, that of an Irish Socialist Republic, wherein you, the youth of Ireland, could grow and prosper, free from the evils and corruptness of the capitalist system. The ghosts of our seven heroes of Easter Week call to you, the youth of today, to rally. Rally as the youth of 16 rallied and stand firm behind our heroes of today. You are young. You have the strength in your minds and bodies. Use it. Prevent the English butchers from murdering our men. May God give you victory. Victory to Ireland. Sean McFay hits back five. In 1981, uh, the United Nations decreed that it was a year of youth. And they also decreed that a youth was a person between 15 and 24 years of age. And to think of that, there are now, and think it must have been 75% or more maybe, of the people in the blocks in Armagh on the protests were considered by the UN to be youths. Do you know what I mean? You know, and there were some people in there that people regarded more. If the UN regarded somebody as a youth at 15, you know, I had a friend in there who went on the protest when he was 16, he had been priest. Do you know what I mean? And it, it's, it, it's amazing that, 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 you know, the UN had a year of the youth, but they didn't do anything about the youth who were in the blocks when they had conditions. You know, getting battered, getting forced waste, living in horrendous conditions, stuff like that there. Do you know what I mean? It was, it's, it's hard to fathom at times, you know. As the hunger strike pro progressed and uh, we were on the streets constantly, like, you know, they were going to protest all over the place. And there was an idea muted in the strand about they were approaching uh, former prisoners, ex-prisoners, and trying to get them to go to marches. Because there was marches all over the country, you know, there was marches in Derry, Tyrone, all over the place. And not everybody could go for some reason or so. So only come up with this idea of, well, if you can't go, will you sponsor one of the youth against here's black to go? And most times they were quite happy to do it. So you got more and more youth going to marches in Derry and different places outside of Belfast. 
because the firm's getting paid for them, which was a big thing, you know. You know, kids hadn't gotten the money then or whatever, do you know what I mean? And that, that was a good idea, like, so it was, and, and it, it sort of, it helped to get, you know, if you were getting a bus from the strand and held 50 odd people, you probably got 20 of them would have been youths. So you were filling the bus all the time, and you were making a good representation for your area, and for the black men and the, the women from your area, do you know what I mean? The, the, funeral, the first funeral, obviously, was Bobby Sands, and that, that it was highly emotive. And, and, and you could see more and more young people getting involved all over the country. And I think that that, that sort of sparked the youth against hates black RML movements in the, in, down below in the, in the Free State. And so I remember going to Bobby's funeral, and there was a lot of young people were asked to sort of like, there was, there was like if you look at Bobby's funeral, you'll see the Guardianer. Right, and then you'll see at the sides there's like two big lanes of people, and there's a lot of young people in that because they were asked to do that. It was like a rear guard, and their sort of brief on the day was no matter what happens, nobody gets near that guardian or nobody gets near that horse. So the young people were were, were pretty uh, proud to be asked to do that that day, and they were from all over, like no one just from the stand or anything. I think the Sacrifunal, there was a lot went to Sacrifunal in uh, Balaki for Francis Hughes because he, his name and his, he became a hero to the young people and that there. And I remember going down to that and then Patsy O'Hara's and Diary with a good representation down there. And then Ray McCreese. I didn't get the Ray McCreese's uh, for some, I can't remember the reason. And then Joe McDonald's funeral was another local one where it was big representation from young people. And then Martin Hurston's was a very a personal one to me because I really wanted to get down to Martin's because I actually went up one time and seen Martin on a McCready visit. Um, and the brother wrote out to me and said, would you come up? Because you didn't need a pass or anything for an appeal visit. If you're on appeal, they got a visit every day for 15 minutes. It was a legal visit. So our son wrote out to me and says, listen, will you come up and see this guy? And he gave me the name. But when I got up there, guys, I gave the wrong name. I said Martin. Houston instead of Hurston. So they were saying there's no, kept coming back saying there's nobody bad name here. And luckily enough, there must have been a decent enough fellow, Mr. Who says, Is it Hurston? I said, That's it, it's Hurston. So they let me in. Now, the thing about the visit was you sat at a wee table and you were sitting facing your, your uh, president, your, who you were up seeing, Martin. And it was a screw sat directly in between you, right? And you weren't allowed to say anything unless it was based on his appeal and his case. So there was me, a wee lad from Belfast, came up to see his country mountain, Tyrone, and I couldn't talk, couldn't even say, how are you, Martin? So I had to sort of block my way, and flag my way through the visit, saying, Shawnee McFay, your witness, come up, and he was just laughing at me, because I had a bit of stuff to smuggle tender, but the screw wouldn't move, he wasn't for moving, like, so he couldn't get it. And... I was just talking about witnesses and mentioning all the guys in, in the black with him. Sammy Danes, Pidgey, Eugene McComb, I was saying, you know, your witnesses and, and just bluffing. And it was the longest 15 minutes ever. But I always remember leaving him and I, I'll never forget his smile. I'll never forget his smile. I can see it to this day, Martin Hurston's smile. I suppose there's, there's some 1981 up. It was a, a sort of it was a roller coaster, a emotional roller coaster of a year, and you went through the whole hunger strike, went through the funerals, 
and then when it ended the euphoria of hoping that got their demands and all that there and just as the year ended one of the one of my friends who would have been involved in the youth against hate block uh movement with us was murdered on the 15th of november by the ubf and that just you know it just summed the whole year up it was just one minute there was tragedy one minute there was euphoria and then it just sort of ended in tragedy and it was sad that that that, that uh we talked about multi that they ended that year ended that way with him being murdered in the streets in strong and in 1981 that sort of just better better end to it i think it was a better end to it i suppose the the, the legacy of the whole youth against hates black arma movement and at the time after the hunger strike ended in october 81 it just sort of fizzled away and you know everybody thought we've done it we've got we've got their demands slowly we're getting their demands and so we've done it but one would help would help we've done our best and help win but a lot of people i would say a lot of the people who were involved in that youth movement were politicized highly politicized at that time and because some of them went on that the, they actually go into prison like paul devaney bobby fitzsimmons timmy mccomb raymond smith and one of the, i remember she would have been involved in youth against hate block at the time Ray o'donnell went on to be a champion counselor for the area and is still the rep in, in the area and i think when i look at someone today you know even their children the people who maybe didn't come from republican families were galvanized by the hunger strike politicized by it and some of these people went on to stay political get involved in political activism in the strong and and then their children have been rare to see him and they got involved in the irish language the, the children who you know there was no maybe previous in their family there would have been no thing of, of the language and their kids are getting educated in the language but one of the most uh abiding memories of it and it sort of it proved that you can always rely on youth we get a bad rap at times youth but you know in 2014 which would have been the uh, during the second intifada in gaza somebody organized a, a demonstration in the strong it was a lovely summer's evening and there must have been about two thousand people come out and they're letting these chinese lanterns off and and this guy was hundreds of them and they had a, like a big white lane picket right up a length of my pants road and it went the length of my pants road and i was standing in the room of aurora it's just the year before he died and you're starting to sort of the the, the short strand link which is on the my pants road and the gates of the youth club opened and all these kids could march out of the youth club with a big banner that read short strong youth support gaza and i remember saying to myself you know we've done something right we've done something right and it was like the youth of the strong rallied in 81 for the blanket men the hunger strikers the girls in armagh and now they're rallying for the people in gaza who were similar to us and it was really a, lo a lovely lovely touch to us and as I said, you know, you sort of back your head, you're always thinking, 
with only something right there and with all our best.